Hey everyone, for those who came in late, you're listening to X-Band, the Phantom Podcast. This is episode 136, and Merry Phantoming. This is, hopefully this has come out just before Christmas, so you're either listening to it just before Christmas, or you've had your Christmas turkey, you're feeling a bit full, what can I do? I'm going to listen to some X-Band. And here I am, in the flesh, it's Steve, they've decided not to change the recording day on me, so I've actually made it here rather than a day early, <laughs> last time. What is he so, talking about? No, <laughs> well, I'm talking about Germ, hey? Anyway, here I am, Steve, Steve Elf. Joining me today, we have three wonderful phantom people, two you um, already know, and of course, you know Mikhail, but he's joined us live today, so I might go to Mikhail first. How are you going there, mate? G'day, I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks for having Looking me very, again. Oh, oh, it's great to have you on. Looking very Christmassy there with your Santa hat. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and Dan, how are you going? Here you just survived a, um, a, a driving lesson. Uh, yes, um, my eldest daughter had just got her L's uh, about a week ago, so I've gone out and taken her on the road for the first time, and um, uh, happy to say that I survived to tell the tale. So um, pleased to be here doing some merry phantoming with all of you guys. That's great to hear. It's good to see the phantom up in the background. He's getting into the Christmas spirit as well. And Jermaine, how are you going there, mate? Yeah, pretty good, mate. It's very hot over here. Uh, just experiencing yeah. day five of 40 plus. Uh, looking forward to the cool change. Very good. Okay, so welcome, everyone. We're having a bit of fun for Christmas. We've got the, the funny ears out. We've got the funny shirts on. Everyone is... Check out, the, check out the YouTube video, um, people, yeah. if you want to see how Christmas oh, yeah. up we really got. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's, it's gone a bit nutsy. I should have probably put something up behind me. You may have noticed I'm not in a car today. I, I decided to, <laughs> to leave the car out outside and I'm in the garage. So <laughs> I'm actually a little bit concerned because I'm not in my soundproof booth. So I don't know how loud I am. <laughs> If if we see if we see something getting thrown behind you or something, it, it means you're loud and you are and Angie's throwing something at you to tell you to be quiet. Yeah, everyone was asleep when I came in. <laughs> That's okay. Good. Now we've got a, a few a few things going on today. Our, our first um cab off the rank, we've got a Patreon Christmas prize draw. Um so Christmas prize just for our Patreons. Um what's happening here, Jeremy? You, you, <laughs> okay, 
So basically, as we've done, as reported and talked about in our last podcast, um, basically we have a couple of things left over. Uh, we have a signed uh, Lightning Strikes number two from the cover artist Jamie Johnson uh, on the video. Video listeners or video watchers can see me flashing around that. And then we've also got a couple of cards left as well. So basically, these are signed cards from the artists. So we've got Marcelo Baez, Wendell, who did the um, uh, annual this year, Paul Mason, uh, Shane Foley, Jamie Johnson, and Jason Paul. So a couple of uh, Australian cards there and an international one as well. So basically what we're going to do is we've got two prizes. Uh, one for, um, so basically uh, the first winner, gets to choose either the uh, signed comic or the cards, and then the um, second winner gets the leftover. So uh, what I want to do okay. is we're going to do it very similar as what we did for the video, uh, but we're actually going to do it via the podcast. So I'm just going to be moving my phone and um, hope, and I'm going to have to try and talk so it stays on me. Um, so as you can see here, we've got all the, uh, the Patreons, Callum, Jeremy, David. Can you, can you change... Can you change the angle, Jim? We can't. It's just a big white box. Is that better? Keep talking. You need you need to talk. Okay. So then we've got Christopher, Joe, Jim, Duncan, yep. Brad and Joyful, Shane, David, John, Peter, Scott, Robert, Mikel, Paul, Chris, Michael, Ruth, Mark, Thomas, Sean, Swaru, Nathan, uh, Bod. I'm not sure if I've got that right, actually. Carlton, David. Luke, Graham and uh, Dale McCanty. So basically what we're going to do is we're just going to copy all of these people over. Then we're going to put them in the random um, name picker. Well, so I really hope Mikel wins. Yeah, it'll be kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> okay. So basically, can you see this part of the screen where my finger is? Little white circle, yep. Yep. Okay. So is that better if I zoom in a little bit more? Yes. Okay. So for those who are just listening to the podcast and just about to uh, press start, for those in the video, you should be able to see that as well. Let's press start and it's going through. And the first winner is Christopher Witone. So can someone quickly write that down? Christopher, we'll be in touch with you tonight. <laughs> Uh, and we'll let you know that you have uh, won the first prize, and so you get to choose either the Jamie Johnson or the cards. Okay, someone got that written down? Yeah, just move the camera left a little bit, mate, so we can see the name. Is that better? Perfect. Yep, that's perfect. Okay, so we've got Christopher Whittone for the first winner, and then let's quickly, quickly, quickly choose the second winner. And we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. And it's Nathan McKee who is the second winner. So Nathan will be in touch with you also. So congratulations, Christopher and Nathan for our Christopher, our Christopher, our Christmas winners. Um, so thank you for that. And thank you for Jamie and every, all the other artists who uh, have helped donate their time and stuff like that to make these prizes special. Okay, Stephen, over to you. Thank you again, Patreons. Thank you, Jim, and thank you, Patreons, and congratulations, Christopher and Nathan. There we go. Merry Christmas, and it's all starting off very, very well for you too. Radio, that's a great present for Christmas. Tell me, fellas, what's been the best phantom item that you've ever received as a, as a Christmas present? 
Let's go. Well, I'll go Dan. Oh, um, you caught me on the hop. I was, <laughs> I was time stamping. Um, 26-20, oh, remember God. that for a moment. <laughs> um, the, the, I actually had to ask my family which of my... Um, what, what they remembered giving me for a Christmas present in the past because um, I've received a lot of phantom gifts and I can't remember which ones are necessarily Christmas and which ones are necessarily <laughs> birthdays or whatever it is. But um, the, I reckon the best Christmas present, uh, phantom Christmas present I've ever received, you can actually see right here if you follow my finger, if you're on YouTube, there. And that is the uh, Croftminster um, phantom bust. I received that about three years ago for Christmas. Um, and it was a massive surprise because uh, I had no hint it was coming, and uh, it was a bust. At that stage, I didn't have the Monkeys of Melbourne bust, so it was my first Phantom bust, and uh, I just um, was thrilled to receive it. So uh, last year, I got a, a Phantom clock, an analog clock, which was also pretty cool, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with, uh, with that one there, the Croftminster um, Phantom bust. Awesome. Excellent. What about yeah, you, Jeff? Um, yeah. Um, okay, that's a good. That's a very good question, actually. Um, <laughs> if no, only we'd had some notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to do on the video again. So for those of video, you should be able to see a large painting of the Phantom. Um, so that was something that was uh, painted for me for my stepdad uh, for Christmas. So that was something that um, I really did like as well. Uh, and then there's another one just in here, which is a little, might be a bit hard to see, but it's the, it's like a phantom figurine. I got that one for Christmas as well. Uh, so that was something that I really did like as well. And then I got a Paul Ryan, uh, original daily. It's kind of hidden Look, behind. Jeff, we was, don't know everything you got for Christmas. What's the best? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it, it, the question is not what's in your top three. Uh, well, I don't know. It's one of those. And so yeah, there are a couple of things that I kind of got and that I kind of liked as well. So there's a couple of things. <laughs> what about you, Mikhail? Yeah, I had this uh, talk with my wife before and she always says, oh, well, I can't buy you anything with Phantom because you already have everything that I find. <laughs> so, But I had this great tradition with my mother-in-law that every Christmas since me and my wife got together, she has always given me the Christmas album. A tradition that I had to break this year, though, because I wanted to <laughs> review it. But, but that's, that, that has been a nice tradition. Uh, so I, I would say that's like oh, that's pretty that good. I know that it came every year. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, well, for me, it's an easy one because I think I've only ever received one phantom thing for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> poor Stephen. <laughs> that's all right. Um, and it was the clock, the, the analog clock. I think Dan mentioned that one earlier. Um, so yeah, I think I got that. I don't know, twenty years ago, I guess now. But my brother. Oh wow! <laughs> so is this That's a cool. hint that uh, Ange, if you're listening to this, you need to give Stephen more phantom presents? <laughs> uh, she wouldn't. She, <laughs> she has. <laughs> got me a um a print once. The um with oh what was it? It was the fan, it was the those line of prints that, that came out, and it was the one. Um, based off the, uh, oh, what's the story? The, he's, he's rising from the ashes. Yeah, the, the first Sunday story. Oh, um, League of Lost Men. Yeah, the League of Lost Men. And, um, yeah, she actually bought me that print 
I don't know, for a birthday, I think, one one year. So she has bought me Phantom stuff, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay. So last year we got a nice little Christmas present from Fruit because um, the, the annual Christmas story had a Christmas cover done by uh, Jeff Wagle, correct? Jeff Wagle, yes, it was. Yes, and yep. the year before uh, we had uh, Massimo. Yeah. The last couple of years, we've, we've got on the Christmas theme, which has been nice. But, um, but for a long time, it was just like a little sprig of holly in the corner next to the P. And it looks like we're back on that again this year. Is the Christmas special out? I've just seen the image, but I haven't got the comic yet. For the time this comes out, yes. Right. Um, now, I reckon I, I know Dan's um, stance on this. <laughs> so I'm going to go to you first, Jim. And, and what are your thoughts on, on the no or the lack of Christmas theme on the cover? Um, it's nice having a Christmas cover, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really bother me. Um, as long as it's a good cover. Um, now, I, I probably know where, I probably know the rebuttal points that Dan's going to make, so I won't say that. I'll let him say those first. But for me, it's all about the cover, if the cover is good. Now, the previous two covers were you know, amazing, they were fun. But I still like this cover as well. Um, it was interesting. Clayton put some comments on Facebook. We asked That's him a question. That's the, the artist of the cover. The cover. Yes. Yep. Yes. Sorry. Uh, the cover artist, Clayton. Yeah. He, we asked him the question and he put some comments on Facebook that his, I think he, from memory, it was his first preference was the cover. And then if Christmas could go into it, he would but he didn't want to take it away from the cover. And I thought that was fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, as long as it's a good cover. Very good. Um, Mikhail, have you seen what the cover looks like? We're talking about the fur issue. Um, do you have Christmas themes over there with your Phantom and... Oh, hang on. Have I said the right one? <laughs> Phantom or Phantom Man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Phantom Man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, there's very seldom a Phantom cow, right? can only mm-hmm. remember one or two uh, within the years so but uh, i remember checking uh, seeing the fru one last year and this year and i think both of them are great covers even though this year's is not christmas themed i think it's a great cover and at the end of the day i think yeah. that's most important but yeah okay so moving off Dan. sorry Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know yeah, if you did that on purpose, but that was good. <laughs> no, he hundred percent did. He hundred percent did it on purpose. Um, look, the reason the mirth is because uh, look, I'm claiming it still. I was the driving force behind us getting a Christmas We should have cover. moved on. We should have moved on. <laughs> um, in fact, I have a Fru Crew badge, or I had a Fru Crew badge. <laughs> the, the Where's your Fru Crew badge? We do not believe it if we can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, wherever Billy Zane has put it. <laughs> so as part, as part of trying to talk to Billy Zane, I gave him a Fru Crew badge that, uh, that, I don't know, in hindsight was not necessarily a great idea, but um, I won it <laughs> a couple of years ago with a suggestion for a Christmas cover, and that was before the Massimo Gambari. And look, the Fru may well have been going down that path anyway, but I was firmly on the record at the time as saying, I think the, the late 90s was the... The last time we had a, a well, pr- the previous time that uh, Fru would put out a really Christmassy cover, and uh, I'd been 
campaigning for it for a little while. I was really pleased with the Massimo cover. Um, and again, for it to be followed up with Jeff Weigel's last year, you're absolutely right. It was a, a great sense of fun uh, for mm. both of those covers. Um, am I disappointed this year? No, I'm, I'm not massively disappointed sure. because the, yeah. my point my point was that it had been 20 years and um, it was a lot of fun. I think the danger is if you do it every year, it, it runs the risk of becoming cliched or, or a bit kitsch. So um, I'm happy enough for them. Uh, look, it's a magnificent cover. Clayton Barton's cover is a magnificent cover that mm. really captures both the uh, the rat must die and the reckoning of the fan uh, a reckoning of the nomad stories so magnificent and um, they do have the the sprig of holly and as long as they keep remembering to do that because Fru at one point for about five ten years didn't even put the sprig of holly on the Christmas special so um, you know uh, maybe there'll be another Christmas special uh, Christmas cover again Christmas themed cover again next year that'd be lovely um, but yeah I'm not I'm not certainly um, crying into my pillow about it this year so <laughs> well, that's that's good to see so um i, I believe it was um one one two three which had uh the phantom or as actually with a christmas face on the cover and then, then, so it was around then, and they were issues like 95, 96, 97. And then, which there was, was like pretty important years for me as a, um, yeah, as a, as a fan. And then I can't find the issue number at this in between you talking. So sorry about that. But there was another issue where, do you remember that story in Little Toma? Where, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was the, up, that was the, that was the, the that cover that really about. struck me that I, that I really thought, and you yeah. know, that was that was um, uh, an example of Jim Shepard's worst covers, if people are to be believed. If the, if the critics of Jim Shepard, I oh, all he did was plaster a panel on the front and call it a cover, um, and and that was what happened in that Christmas cover. But it was a Christmas themed couple mm. of panels um, from a story which I which I really liked. So um i i i'm with you i didn't look it up and i'm not sure what uh what issue that would be but that was the that was what i was referring to back when i was um campaigning for the christmas cover um uh, we've got yep. a couple which is fantastic um there's not one this year necessarily the sprig of sprig of um holly which is nice um yeah maybe next year maybe the year after but uh give it yep. five, if it's not in within five years i'll be um writing angry letters <laughs> to the editor again probably. so just be, just be looking out for that ahead. Is that so you can get another uh, so get your free crew yeah. badge back? That's how I'm going to get my replacement in about five years by campaigning for a Christmas cover again. <laughs> so well, um, I've, I found the issues. Who's so running it? Oh, well, I've found the issues. One, two, four, eight oh. is the one with um, uh, the Phantom dressed up as Santa Claus saying Merry Christmas to little Tommer. And then that was in 99. And uh, in 98, it also had the Phantom in the top corner. Uh, with a Christmas hat on, and that was issue one, two, one, six. So, yeah. So, the late 90s, as I said. Yeah. Have you checked the... Yeah. I found the cover of uh, Phantomant, the number 25 in 94, and that Santa Claus there, he looks quite jarring. It, it's more like giving nightmares than... Uh, happy holiday. <laughs> is that... So, oh, I remember. Is that, that the was, last time... Is that no. the last time, Mikkel, that there's been a Christmas cover? It's the, it's the only one I remember when I'm thinking of the Swedish Phantom uh, Christmas yeah, well, covers. Because we get the Christmas yes. album every year, but that is never themed in the cover. 
Yeah. And and looking at that now, pulling it up, you're right. The phantom face in the background is is fine, but that's a that's pretty malevolent looking um, Santa Claus in the foreground. Yeah. <laughs> so that issue was actually when there was a killer dressed up as Santa Claus. So that's why he's got the gun. Uh, yeah. He's got that evil look and stuff. It was actually quite a dark story to um, be released at Christmas. The Christmas. <laughs> Here you go, kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be sure uh, to be nice. But to, yeah. to be <laughs> fair, Die Hard remains the greatest Christmas star movie of all time. So. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, for my two cents, um, from what I can, what I've seen of the cover, um, yeah, I think it depicts the, the stories within it very well. It's a, a good advertisement for for what's inside, and. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on that one. Um, now, what would we like to see in 2020 as a Christmas present? Now, we've been talking about this for a little while. Um, what we'd like, yeah, so it's just something that we'd like to, like to see happen in, in 2020. Well, it's not a Christmas present. It's really a New Year's present, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> um, so just to put it out there for the listeners, this could be something from Fru or something from another company. It could be any type of merchandise. Um, could be a, a reprint of a comic. It could be another graphic novel. It could be another game. Um, it could be anything. Um, and one thing that I've, I think I put this in an email or something to, to Dudley, I don't know, a number of years ago, and I've said it before on, on the podcast. I, everyone knows I'm a, I'm a Alex Saviok fan, but I'm all, but also back in my, when we were talking about the, uh, the mid-90s when a lot of us all got into the, the Phantom, um, mm. the triads really stood out as a, as, um, a story that's stuck with me ever since. And mm. when I went back into collecting the Phantom again and finding all my old comics, the first thing I read, well, the first comics I read, again, were the, tri- the triad series. So I'd mm. love to see um, the triads put together, given the graphic novel format and um, maybe even like... You know, other, um, other, uh, famous stories or, or well received stories get the, the prequel sequel treatment. That would be nice Ooh, as well. So that's, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, uh, what I would like to see in 2020. Um, well, it's, I'll tell you what, it's in the, it's got to be in the window because, um, I just had a look on Phantom Wiki, which is what we all do, uh, during the podcast. <laughs> and it's 1995 was, a, it was last published. So, um, in in Australia, anyway, uh, the triads. So um, next year, Mark, twenty five years. That's um, that's time for a that's reprint. Perfect timing. Yeah. Because yeah. we've got yeah, we, yeah, we got the reprint of the Golden Rune series about two or three years ago as well, from memory. Mm. So and that was a couple of years before that. So um, yeah. No, no that's, that's a, a good, that's a that's a great call. That's a good call. A great, a good choice, Stephen. Yeah. That, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> um, who have I asked first yet for a while? Mikhail, what would you like to see in 2020? As a Christmas present. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, I, I, I like some kind of merch. Maybe maybe a Santa cap with, the, you know, the Sony beard. And then they could have a Sony phantom mask as well. <laughs> That you could just pull on. <laughs> I did not see that coming. No, <laughs> I did not see that one coming. <laughs> what about you, Dan? 
Uh, look, I'm I'm probably going to go something that's quite an easy option, but I think if it happened, would be a huge op- It would be a huge thing. Um, I would love to hear definitive news as my Christmas present. Definitive news that a new Phantom movie is coming, and uh-huh. uh, if if that happened, everything else would follow from there. So uh, we, uh, you know, this is a great great time to plug. The fact that we've got the petition going, so head to the Chronicle Chamber website, follow the links from there to get the petition on change.org um, to get a Phantom movie happening. But uh, yeah, if if by oh gee, if by March or by June we had definitive news that a Phantom movie is definitely being made, mm. there's a script written and there's a producer or a director associated that sort of thing. Gee, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, We're just under a thousand as well. So no, it's a good call. And what about you, Jermaine? Um, probably merch, like it's been, um, and we'll go over this in our 2019 wrap up, but there's, hasn't been much, um, a licensed merch. So, you know, it would be good to see the board game come out. Mikel, your, your, uh, card game come out as well. Pressure's on buddy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, you know, some, some cool stuff like that, the board game or the card game, that'll be nice to see. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think Dan's probably got the best one with the movie. That would be that would be amazing. Just you know, some news on that would be good. Okay, so now it's time. What would you or the Sophie's Choice, whatever other um, little name wanted you want to give it? Would you rather? Um, now, for those of you who haven't heard us do do this before, the concept is um, you're nominated category, and there's two options. So. Um, and then Sophie's Choice, imagine that you can only engage with one of those options for the rest of your life. For example, if you pick black and white, you can never read another colour comic. Okay? And you've got to give some sort of reason about why you do it as well. Now, the boys were a little bit upset last time because they reckon I changed the rules. But I <laughs> you did straight, you did. <laughs> you did. I did not. Because they say, Sophie's Choice, you know, either get rid of one or the other. You've always had one. You've always enjoyed it in the past, but you can no longer do that again. And the way this is worded, it still says for the rest of your life. So you have still enjoyed it in the past, but you can no longer do that. So I'm still going with that. We probably sh- we probably shouldn't have got him to run this podcast. No, we should, should not have. That was a, that was a massive was error a in hindsight. <laughs> Now, to run, for a, a sneak peek into the world of the way we do things, down our run sheet, we've actually got the words, Stephen, you cannot change the rules, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, he embraced that dot, dot, dot and went with it. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll bold it and make it larger. And <laughs> so the, uh, I guess another peek behind the scenes is we do actually have a big list of potential topics for this um, game um, is saved and we've all seen that big list of topics but none of us know what the other one is going to pick at this stage so sorry there's 21 topics there right and and those are suggestions only so you're not limited to those uh, topics you can come up with something yes. new um, but yeah it's all going to be pretty cold you know last time Jermaine and I played this game and Stephen came in late um, we knew what the topics were ahead of time this time we're all going in cold, so it should be entertaining. Yeah. Are we only allowed? Are we only choosing 
like we're only going one round or are we going to get through all these 21 or just going to be like four? No, 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 just no. one each. All right. So everyone gets to choose one and then, Stephen, you're the timekeeper. Um, yeah. So no more than 10 minutes and then, you know, we've got to give everyone a chance to give the answer and then we can have a little rebuttal if needed. And then after the time, Stephen will say one minute left and then that's and then it, and then it moves on. Steve, I reckon even wind it in. This podcast right now is probably at the 25 to 30 minute mark. Let's give ourselves something like seven or eight minutes on each topic just to keep it nice and tight. Okay. Put the pressure on. Yep. Let's go seven minutes 30. Right, eh? <laughs> you oh, do like but... sitting on the fence, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> he does, doesn't he? <laughs> Keep everyone happy. Right, yeah. And seeing as I'm running it, I'm going to go first. And right, I'm right. going to go with the, off, off the top there, the traditional, type of thing, traditional trench coat versus Ryan's modern bomber jacket. And, and that's Paul Ryan. That's Paul Ryan, yeah. So if I was only allowed to read, no, if it was only allowed to have the Phantom in one or the other. Um, now, this is going to be tricky because then you've got to think all those great stories where he is wearing the modern bomber jacket, which I will no longer be able to read. Is that, that's playing by yeah, the Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Right. However, um, what artists like to do, such as Falmang, and redo stories, and he might put him into the trench coat in a redone-up story, you know, just like he's done in, I don't know, probably, he's never, probably never changed the clothes on it. I'm just trying to <laughs> change the rules a bit more. Um, mainly because I, I love the, I like the look of the trench coat. And I know it's old school and people don't, probably don't get around trench coats nowadays, but um, when you saw Mr. Walker in the trench coat, you knew that was Mr. Walker. You knew that was um, the Phantom in disguise. Um, whereas the, the, the bomber jacket, doesn't quite hold the same mystique, the same. Yeah. Um, well, there's a word that I that I'm searching for, which I can't find. Um, which You've probably got seven and a half minutes, mate. Probably, Give us all a turn. Which, yeah, which probably um, <laughs> probably says the same thing. It, it, it's good, but it doesn't hit the mark. Whereas the the trench coat, it's you know people don't wear it nowadays, but it's a comic. You know, there's not someone dressed up in purple leaving scale marks on people either. So I'm going the trench coat. Um, Jim. Um, I, I understand like, with like the historical point of view with the trench coat. Um, so I guess from a, from a phantom law point of view, like you have to go the trench coat because it's got that history, but I do like the bomber jacket. So uh, I, I'll go trench coat purely on the historical point of view. Okay, Dan. Oh, it's a no-brainer. It's trench coat every day. Um, it's Don't for all the of the reasons. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I admire Germ for pretending he was a modernist for a few moments while he thought about the answer. <laughs> but you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to are you just going to flip and flop with whatever is the fashion of the moment, um, or are you going to be traditional? Are you going to have a, uh, a a phantom outfit? So, no, trench coat for me every day of the week. And the cow. <laughs> Yeah, I would say like when Johnny Hotwire come out came out, I thought it was pretty or very cool that he had the younger style and the bomber jacket and such. But 
that was only cool because you know he he's always wearing the trench coat and it was like a nice break but i mean the trench coat is the classical i would go with trench coat too excellent oh. well yeah we wrap that up pretty quick yeah good i think steven was the longest one Radio. Jim, you can kick us off the next one. Okay, I'm going to go Defenders of the Earth versus 2040. Ah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a couple of others and then I saw that and I went, oh, that's a brilliant one. Now, both are brilliant TV series. The comics were good. I do prefer the Defenders of the Earth comics over the 2040 comics. Uh, when it comes to merchandise, probably the Defenders of the Earth merchandise is better than the 2040 merchandise. Um, and then the fact that we had probably about 60 episodes of Defenders of the Earth versus probably about 40 of the 2040. So from a, I'm going to go Defenders of the Earth for those reasons because when you put the cold hard facts against each other, uh, they, Defenders of the Earth win. And then I also believe that there are more people that are aware of Defenders of the Earth or the Phantom because of Defenders of the Earth than what they are because of 2040. And I'm sorry to Joe, who's probably thrown his headset um, <laughs> because I know he's a 2040 fan. So uh, a pre-apology to Joe. Okay, Next. Dan. Oh, I'm going to have to go Defenders of the Earth on this one. And um, of all of the arguments that Jermaine's just made, which were all excellent, um, the one that hammers home for me is the merchandise. Probably the first piece of really cool Phantom merchandise that I ever owned was um, a the Defenders of the Earth Phantom with the, the the stick in the back that you could twist and he and he would punch. He's sitting over there on the the throne, um, and he was my favourite toy for about six years as a yeah. So Defenders of the Earth, mm. um, I never really watched either of them as a kid, so um, I probably prefer. Uh, the 2040 animated series um, as a, as something to watch, but Jermaine's right. There's there's the quantity of Defenders of the Earth, um, but given the fact that on the rules of this game, if you choose the other one, uh, if you choose one, the other is lost to you forever. I cannot lose that little Phantom doll. So uh, Defenders of the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Macau, Defenders of the Earth or 2040? Yeah, it's it's a hard one. I I really like both of them, and it's it's a mm. call, close call, I think, but. When I've been watching, I haven't watched all episodes of either series, to be honest. Uh, but <laughs> when I've been watching, I feel like Phantom 2040 is more uh, true to the origin than the Defenders of the Earth. Because in Defenders of the Earth, it's like, yes. well, it's the future Phantom, but there's still Guron and uh, such. While in the 2040, yeah. it's mm. new characters, even though the DVL3 or what the devil is called this oh DVL yeah it's like yeah it's connected but it's not the same so I think like uh, since you choose Defenders I'm going to choose Phantom 2040 for being more honest to the origin that's a really good point point. (laughs) because you've got Heloise who's the great aunt who is uh, the the sister of the 20 of or the daughter of the 21st Phantom as well um, yeah, I did like I did like the mystery of the you know like the Phantom disappearing and stuff like that. So yeah, both are great series. Right. 
So, so Joe's just picked up his headset again and, and really likes you now, Macau. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, bloody these northern hemisphere buddies. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's uh, um, I'm going to go with the majority here and go defenders of the earth. Um, for well, pretty much what you, you've already said it all. Um, but yeah, watched it as a, I did watch this as a kid and it was fantastic. I, you know, you got the the coloring books and the little activity pads mm. and stuff. Um, and Alex Savilek did the um, comics. Alex did, did the comics. That's right. Um, whereas with Spam 20, actually, I don't own any of the Defenders of the Earth comics, but I do have Spam 2040 comics. So um, that's a little bit interesting, I suppose. Um, yeah. But I, um, 2040, I think, came out a bit, that came out in the 90s, didn't it? Yeah, uh, just before but, the movie. Yeah. And. I didn't watch it. Well, I saw the the VHS, you know, video, you know, first couple of episodes that they do as a as a movie. I had that for ages, um, and now I've got the series. But I think Defenders of the Earth has been more long lasting on me, and, and something that I probably use with the kids to to show them a bit more of yeah. anime and get them into Mandrake and and and. Um, Flash Gordon and Lothar and the rest of them. Also, I've got a, a Mandrake and Flash Gordon figure. I'm still uh, don't have my Phantom figure yet, so, um, yeah. and I don't have any 2040 <laughs> figures. So, fairly easy on that one for me. Yeah, you make a good point about the children. My daughter has what has watched both series, and for her, she enjoys the Defenders of the Earth a lot more. Like she knows the theme song. She dances to the theme song. Uh, she likes Jetta being a girl. There's the girl Jetta and stuff like that as well. Um, she didn't quite. She just didn't get into Phantom 2040 as much. So yeah, um, I think 2040 point. was aimed for a bit older audience. It was critics. Yeah. the critics really liked it. I think and yeah. the art was done by people. I think with Aeon Flaps. Yes, that's correct. Deal. Yeah, so they had some great people on it. But um, the pure Saturday morning fun. It's uh, Defenders of the Earth. Um, yeah. I'm, um, I think on yep. behalf of all of us, Jim, I'd just say we're all really proud of you for getting up and teaching your daughter the moves to dance to uh, <laughs> Defenders of the Earth theme song. Um, daughter does what daddy does and uh, just the fact that you've got up and been able to show her how to groove to it, um, good on yeah, you. Yeah, and like she does like the fist punch for when uh, the Phantom uh, <laughs> does it as well, like when he, when he shoots and it goes into Ming's hand or something like that. She does that and stuff like that. She gets right into it. <laughs> um, also, I just saw a video on YouTube just recently by the, this... Uh, I don't know, the Toy Man or Toy Galaxy or something. I've seen a number of his videos and he's really, really good. And he's just done one, I don't know how long ago it was, but he did one on Defenders on, on the Earth that I just saw. And, um, yeah, he was saying how it's it was Marvel Universe before there was a Marvel Universe, you know, bringing mm. these stories together. And he's done a really good job of it. Um, so that yeah, something to, to look out for on YouTube. Okay. So, who was that one that did that? Jim, was it? Oh, me. Yep, Dan. I'm, I'm just going along the list up, I got up the top here. So, Dan, what were your, what's going to be your verses? Right, eh? I'm going to make it very tough for you. Um... Stop, stop, stop. There we go. <laughs> right, eh? Turn, turn the timer off. <laughs> did the full 7.30 on that one. Very good. All right. 
Well, I reckon we might go the full 7.30 on this one as well because I'm going to make it pretty tough for you. I'm going to nominate. Um, what would you get rid of if you had the choice and never could interact with it again? Uh, Kit Jr. or Heloise? If there were, it was not twins, it was not twins, um, only one of the two Phantom's children was to remain. Who are you going to lose? Well, who That's are you going to take? Yeah, you got to start uh, it off. Like. Yeah, I got to start. So for me, oh, I mean, obviously for all of us, it's a really, really tough one. And um, I loved the reckoning of the Nomad where Heloise stood up. I love where the current Sunday is going, where Heloise is about to see rooms in the Skull Cave that Kit Jr. hasn't, um, and no one else in the family ever has that sort of thing. Um, so I really do like the direction that Tony DePaul's taking um, Heloise's story arc. Um, and I've got daughters, but you know what? I think I'm going to go, if I, if, if one of them was no longer in existence, I'm going to have to go. I'd like to see Kit Jr. Uh, the male take over the, the mantle of the phantom and, and the skull ring and the oaths, um, and the oath because, uh, because, because traditionally that's what the phantom was and that's what the phantom has been. Um, I don't know. That's a really, it's a really tricky one and that's why I threw it out there. So there's no right answer to this. And, um, and, and I'm probably going to wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat saying, uh, answering the way that I did, but, um, there it is. I'm on the record now. All now, right. Is that because you're a male? Like, would it be a different answer if you were oh. a female? I don't know, mate. I've never been female, so I can't answer that one. <laughs> um, you'll have to ask some of the female readers, um, what they, what they would think. And, and, and I'll be interested to hear your, we've got four males on the panel. Are we all going to kid choose kid junior? I'm choosing well, kid junior. Uh, I wasn't asking you. I was asking Mikhail. <laughs> I mean, it is a really hard one. And I, I feel like the latest years, they have, have been more focused on that Heloise is the smart one and Kit is the more do first, mm. think later. Uh, but I guess if there's only one, then that one would get all the traits or should we think like they are how they are right now because i no they are how they are but they can develop okay yeah. because then i i think i would rather read about her louise because she's always like thinking a few steps further and she's trying to outwit the bad guys instead of just running in and hitting them yeah okay. so yeah um i'm going kit now i take your point, the fact that um, Heloise is probably a more interesting character right at this stage than what Kit is, um, and we've focused a lot more on her. But maybe it's because I'm a male, but I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm becoming more and more of a focus as I become older and grumpier. But um, <laughs> I like... <laughs> I don't like want to read about girls. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, I wouldn't say that's the case because I do like uh, reading uh, Mel uh, Modesty Blaze, which is a story about um, the lead character as a female who, you know, kicks butt. Um, but, yeah, tradition's male, so I, I'm a male. I'm a kit. I'm on the kit bandwagon. 
but then in tradition like then uh, then they will never take over anyway so it will still be the same phantom as always and uh, oh of course <laughs> especially if it's Heloise, then then they would never kill off the new the old phantom oh well yeah no you raise a good point um but we know that okay we're probably never going to see it and we probably will not see it but we know that the phantom does die and does go on to the next generation because we've seen 20 the phantom's not going to be um you know made into robocop or anything like that um <laughs> but so yeah so I, I take your point but the phantom does pass on to the next generation and i'm a ch- <laughs> uh, there's going to be people laughing around all around the world as they hear this but in this part i'm a traditionalist and i would like to see it passed on to father to son what about you steve okay. kid just <laughs> bang so, um <laughs> Halloween is fantastic and i'm gonna employ my thing saying that um she can't just can't wipe her out but imagine if they killed her off and what that could uh, uh, the, the stories that could could lead off from that mm. I, I do very much take um, Mikkel's point, though, that she is a more interesting yeah. and more well-developed oh, character at the moment. Um, there's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Kill them both off and have a third kid. There we go. Will that work? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, how, like the three of us, I, I don't know about you, Mikkel, but the three of us are all closer to 40 than any other age. And uh, the and the and the phantom must be the idea of having another kid now. Can you imagine bringing a baby into your household now? Oh, sorry, Jim, you've just done that. But for everybody who's sensible, <laughs> hey, I'm only just closer to forty than I am to thirty. You're closer, mate. That's the main thing. Just thirty-six. Just on the too. Anyway, that was a bit dumb. Yeah, no, that was that was a good good decision. But yeah. Is All right. Is no, Mikael, yeah. we haven't heard from Mikael yet. Oh Mikael, there we go. Oh yeah. Oh, I actually this got me thinking of another but yeah, let's take the one I thought of first. Uh, the old Billy Sane movie to have it as we have already seen, or a new movie. And so you can only have one or the other. You can only have one or the other. So either the 96 movie never happened, or it happened and we will never get a new movie. Oh. Oh. And we will never get a new movie. Oh, wow. This week, Billy. So what are your thoughts on this, Mikhail? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, that's too hard to answer. <laughs> you, you know, we all did that. <laughs> uh, you chose it. You got to do it. Yeah. I really loved the 96 movie. But I also loved to see new stuff happening. Now, could we go never see a new movie and get a TV series? <laughs> Sp- <laughs> splitting hairs in a Netflix world. <laughs> Because no, if we can go, or is it like no more movie, TV series? Yeah, what we have now is what we have. Mm. Okay, so no TV series. So 
What are you again, Raquel? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm looking too much forward to getting a new movie, so I would <laughs> probably take the take the gamble of getting a new one that might be better or worse. Yeah, yeah. That's the gamble, isn't it? I guess it's yeah. like, do you prefer the the devil you know or the devil that's to you know to come? You yeah. know that that old saying. You know what do you? Um, I'm going to go controversial, and I'm going to go. I would prefer a new TV series that had that was a TV <laughs> series. Um, that would no, because we're all thinking and stuff, and I've got an answer, so I want to go for it. Uh, so I would not have Billy Zane and have a new TV series and that had flashbacks with like the first Phantom uh, become, establishing the law and then a new guy who's just seen his dad die and progressing through. So that would be that would be my answer. Okay, would, Dan? Oh, this is a very... This is tougher than the Kid versus Eloise question. Mikhail, um, you've done very well. Um, like I love, I do love the Billy Zane movie, but there are bits of it I don't love. Yeah. Um, the 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 last fifteen minutes with the lasers and stuff, I just don't <laughs> like that. This um, is Billy, unbelievable with Trent, yeah, Trent Williams. Like, no, he was a, he, and he was a great villain. I I really liked him <laughs> as a villain, but the lasers, the fourth skull. Um, but the gamble, um, I'm so I'm a traditionalist, and I I hate I'm risk averse. So I'm probably going to go with the Billy Zane movie. I'll, I'd like to hang on to that and still have that rather yeah. than because who know, I don't want a sci-fi. Imagine imagine saying no well, Billy Zane '96 film is consigned to history, and you end up with a sci-fi series. Um, mm. so I don't mind the sci-fi, but I do. Would, take, it's not. Uh, it's not as good as probably the Billy Zane. No. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with. But it didn't have um, the fantasy elements, which is the big tick for the sci-fi. And it mm. had a big yeah, middle finger to all the fans as well. Like that. Old <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually I like that bit where, but yeah, uh, we must we must do a review on that one day. I reckon because yeah, we haven't done a review should. on that. We haven't even done a review on the '96 movie either, so. No. But um, yes. but for me anyway, for this question at this time, um, the '96 film for sure. But gee, that's a that's a great question, Mikael. Well done. Mm. Well, for me, um, I'm not a gambler either, so we've already got the the um, the '96 movie, and if we never got anything else, well, I'm happy that we've got the '96 movie. So I'm I'm staying true to Billy. I can say that I've taken to a Hollywood celebrity on my phone. So I'm sticking with Billy and going to the 96 movie. However, I'm going to take it the way that um, Macau first put it forward and say there's no new movie, which leaves the door open for a TV series. <laughs> the bloody rule changer. You can't, you can't be changing the rules. <laughs> so so here's a point, though. Will, we, will it be better to get a new movie and it doesn't even necessarily have to be a better movie because we can see, you know, with Marvel and stuff, there's been some average movies that have produced more fans, merchandise, more awareness and stuff like that. So from a, from a pure, like establishing the Phantom and moving the Phantom more, wouldn't a new movie be better? 
but do you and then and then also also but because most people believe that the reason why we don't have a new movie is because the billy zane movie doesn't have that didn't make as much money and stuff like that so if that wasn't there we've already had another movie recently because there's not that um uncertainty about it which was caused from the first movie Mm. but where how far do you take this concept which is just a completely random thing we, we came up with like if you don't have the 96 billy zane movie how many fans have you not got currently in the fan world people who did come on board because of that film and collectibles and and collectors that came on board because of that film so um it's a you know it's a, it's an impossible question which is why we ask it um but if you're going to throw up fanciful what what fans might come you got to also <laughs> look at what fans would you lose so yeah. So what was your answer again, Mikel? I can't even remember if you actually answered that question. If I am. Yeah, he's, yeah he said he'd go for the, the unknown. Yeah, okay. I'm a gambler. Yeah. Okay. But, so we got, but regarding uh, to what you said, with the, if it hadn't happened, we should have had a new movie by now, then we should have had a Mandrake movie, right? Because there was no Mandrake movie mm, in the 90s or 80s. Point. So there should be one now then. Yeah, true, but one could argue that the fandom is probably popular than Mandrake. Yeah. Make yeah. us a movie, we'll, Hollywood, and we'll find out. Give them a Netflix series. Yeah. <laughs> I think TV series is the way to go. I've said it yeah. many times. Okay, uh, well, that was fun. That was good. Um, these is that these antlers are, we- are hurting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's wrap up. I need to take these antlers off, mate. <laughs> For those who uh, are listening to the podcast, you know, make sure you check out the video. Or maybe yeah. we can just put even even if you stuff. just watch the even if you just watch the YouTube for five minutes to see what each of us have done in the background and put on our heads, etc. Um, <laughs> listen to the podcast in the on the commute, but then check out the YouTube video for five minutes on your lunch break, not during your work time. Um, over lunch break um, and just look at how ridiculous Jermaine looks in particular. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth the price of entry. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan, why aren't you wearing anything? You've got nothing. Oh, fa- you got nothing oh, Christmas I've, I've decorated. <laughs> look, I'll put this on. I'll take this off and I'll put this on. How's that, mate? <laughs> <laughs> that actually works better because there's not as much glare now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually looking for a Santa hat myself before I came in here, but Okay, now um, is this live or will be live by the time this is out? We've got the um, the survey out, the the favourites yep. through twenty nineteen. Uh, Dan, has this been your little baby? Oh uh, yeah, well, I've, I've I guess I've put it together, and um, we've done it the last three or four, two or three years, um, where we've surveyed the fans on what they consider to be um, the best of through for the previous year. Uh, there probably is a bit of a relabeling of it this year. To be fair, calling it the fans' favorite or the favorites or the people's choice or, or whatever you yeah. choose, but um, it is a favorites. What's your favorites of fruit? Now we have expanded it. Um, in the previous years, we've asked people what was their favorite fruit cover and what was their favorite fruit story. Mm. Um, we've also added a third category this year, which is what was your favorite fruit issue. When you take into account all of the stories that were in that issue and the cover and any extra goodies that may or may not have come. Yeah. with that issue so um 
so there's three categories this year, only two in the past. Because there's three categories, um, we've expanded the prizes. In, last year, we worked with Fru and they gave away Fru Crew badges to uh, two randomly drawn winners. Um, this year, with, uh, you know, I guess Chronicle Chamber producing their own stickers, we've also decided to uh, go out to five winners um, yeah. who are randomly drawn. It needs to be stressed, randomly drawn. The first two um, randomly drawn winners will get the Fru Crew badge and the, well, to be confirmed when Dudley sees the messages tomorrow that have built up in his inbox over the weekend. But uh, <laughs> I'll say it confidently now, two Fruit Crew badges and um, and the next three will get a set of Chronicle Chamber stickers, which um, if you are looking at the po- if you're looking at the podcast uh, on the video, I'm holding them up now um, and dropping them all over the place. So those are the those are the stickers that you can win simply by getting online, following the links from the uh, website to um, choose your favourite fruits of 2019. Mm. Excellent. Very good. Get on it. Okay. So Patreon, the P3 Phantom Preservation Project Reward. Latest additions on the... Hang on. Have I said this correctly? <laughs> well, <laughs> sort of. There, 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 we, we haven't... And, and this is on me. I haven't added anything to the P3 lately. Um, and I need to do that. I, um, we're on holidays now. And I'm very much on holidays now. Um, having finally put school behind me uh, a couple of days ago. So uh, this week I'm going to go in and make sure that there's a whole bunch of new stuff added to the P3 uh, for patrons to enjoy. And we'll put out a, um, an email, oh, sorry, a, a post to all of the patrons when that happens. Um, we're also going to, though, have, a, I guess, a small slice of the pie of what um, the P3 represents um, and put out maybe, I don't know, five, ten files, something like that, in a mm. very um, public place that people can access and anyone who who is interested can go and have a look and access those files, whether you're a Patreon or not, um, but you'll be able to see the, you know, I guess get a bit of a taste of, of what's available if you subscribe. Mm. So Excellent. as, hey, Mikkel, as someone who is a Patreon, uh, have you looked at the P3s section? Yeah, yeah, of course. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, there's really lots of different stuff. And uh, for me, I've been mostly watching the videos and uh, listening to the audios. But I mean, the printed articles, there are numerous if you want to dig down. Mm. So you think it's, it's, you know, not only do you get to support us, but it's also, you know, a great um, uh, use of your money getting access to that? Absolutely, but most important is to support you guys, of course. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we thank you for your support. Yeah, that was a very good answer, Mikael. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Unbiased review. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I think that's it, everyone. Are we we through? No, you've still got the the outro to go, mate. Uh, That's what I'm doing now. Yeah, <laughs> but you said like, that's all. We've covered everything else. I can get into the outro now. Well, you've already started the outro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this uh, is like listening to my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mikael, for, for joining us, and it's it's great to finally meet you and see you in person over the fiber optics or whatever it is that we connect <laughs> with each other to. Um, and it's good to be back on the podcast. It's always good to good to be here. <laughs> uh, 
So just a reminder that just in case you haven't checked out the website, our website is chroniclechamber.com. If you'd like to get in contact with us, we, you can email through chroniclechamber at gmail.com. We're all over social media. Well, these fellows are. I've actually you know, been still working these last few weeks. Um, so check us out on Facebook, chroniclechamber.com. Also the Phantom Collector group, also on Facebook. Uh, Twitter at chronicle underscore tweet. And Instagram at Chronicle Chamber. Actually, I've been popping onto the old gram a little bit more lately. I've just been hearing there's been a few things out there on Instagram. And so, yeah, I've been doing the old scroll on Insta. And there's always some good stuff on, on Instagram. Of course, if you've just stumbled on us by sheer fluke, you can subscribe to us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite Android app. Um, and with, I think that's all we've got to do. So, fellas, um, we're very close to Christmas. So, Merry Phantoming, one and all. Merry Phantoming, buddy. And Merry Phantoming, listeners. Yeah, Merry Phantoming. Thank, yeah, thanks very much, guys. It's been a fantastic 2019 and uh, have loved sharing it with um, the four of you. And uh, sorry, the three of you, but the four of them, including myself <laughs> and, <laughs> and all of the listeners as well. So, Merry Phantoming from me. Too. Man cannot die. The Phantom. The ghost who walks. The Phantom. Enemies beware. The Phantom's always there. But you won't find the Phantom.